sink or swim? Swim, right? Whether it is that you're kicking and your legs are tired, but you're going to keep your head above water because sinking is not an option. Is sinking an option if we take a look at 2023 and a Netball World Cup right here in South Africa? We chatted to Netball SA president, that is Cecilia Molokwane, last weekend. And she gave a very honest account of the Quad Series, how the Proteas did. And then again, so much work that needs to be done because are we just competing merely because we're competing in a World Cup that is on home turf or are we competing to win? As we now chat to Spa Proteus coach, that is Dorette Bardenhorst. She joins us now on the show. Coach, a warm welcome to Radio 2000, to The Touchline. It's good to have you. Good afternoon, Romy, and um, also to the listeners. It's good to have you. How are you doing today? How are you feeling after your travels? Where do you find yourself? I hope with your feet up, relaxing. Yeah, definitely with my family. Um, you know, it was a tough time um, um, isolating from the 1st or the 31st, actually, um, of December. So, you know, I'm just relaxing, enjoying my mom and dad, sister, brothers. Um, yeah. I like, I like that. There's nothing better. I guess if it's something that a pandemic taught us, uh, it's to hold our loved ones dear and close. But coach, we've got to have a really honest conversation. I guess if you take a look at the Quad Series, if you take a look at the losses in a row for South Africa, um, where do we stand? How and what do we make of that? Yeah, um, Rami, the, the big thing is that we need to um, take a lot of things positive and negative from this um, quad series. I think it's important that we know where we're standing and going forward to Commonwealth. What we um, should we still do? Um, we should we still work hard on um, certain things? And I think that is the um, certain things that happened throughout the tour, and there's good things that did happen. I'm very positive on that. Mm-hmm. But yes, we must be. Um, Realistic to say we're not there yet. Um, we started off really slow, um, and I don't want to give any excuses. Um, it was tough with isolation. We did have problems with COVID, but um, you know, and mentally, we, we we still need to be strong. And playing against the best in the world, Correct. they all professional. Um, they travel with twelve um, management alone. You know, um, we need to stand up, and we need to take um, um, ourselves. We, we need to be responsible for our performances. Mm-hmm. And I just think that um, coming back home, um, I know my players know, Demi knows that um, there's a hell of a lot of hard work. Even my um, my psych, sports scientist said to me, "And um, coach, can we start next week?" Um, so we know where we're standing. Um, we're competing against the people that's training and playing um, already from February into in strong and um, super leagues and um, we only saw in um, April. So we need to start immediately. We know where we um, need to go and work really hard on these players that's a, that's got a lot of potential. We saw a lot of players coming for the first time playing against the best in the world. Mm, but mm. this talent we do have it and I'm very positive to say that um, there's definitely players that can perform at that level. And um, although we don't have all our top players, there's players that um, can come um, through strongly. And that's what we showed in the last game. I guess without a doubt, Coach, there is no question that we have talent in this country. There's no doubt about that. And again, I mean, I, I don't think that we should, as netball, um, act small, especially when we go and play against the best in the world, as you put it. Because is it not this type of... Um, competition that we need 
it's one thing to win because everybody loves a winning team. We could play, let's say, our neighbors on the African continent, but to play the best in the world, is that the competition we need in order to know how to build, how to grow and how to be better? Yes, definitely. Um, we just saw the gap that is currently between um, the number for uh, um, the top in the world and from number four. Because we played all of them, we beat all of them. Mm. Then um, Scotland, Northern Ireland, that's um, ranked number seven, eight, nine. Those those teams we all beat. That is the difference between professional and semi-professional and amateurs. Um, those players, um, like I said, they just um, full time in netball and. We still need to compete and we want to um, beat those teams. So we will need to bring in a little bit extra. We will need to sacrifice a little bit more. Um, as for our country, we will do it. I know my players will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be easy. But yes, we need to play against um, top teams in the world. We need more competitive games, um, even if it's going to be uh, playing against male teams as well. Mm-hmm. But we need a little bit um, bigger games than just playing um, in our normal um, games in Africa and I'm respecting Africa and I respect a lot of other teams but yes it is different when you play against the top in the world and the intensity um, the physical part is just uh, another level. Yeah, without a doubt. But also, Coach, I guess everything changes if and when netball becomes a professional sport where women don't have to worry about keeping your, your career going apart from being uh, uh, playing for your country, um, working and then playing, working. There's so much to juggle. I guess as women, we're good jugglers and multitaskers. But in order to focus solely on the sport that you love to represent your country at the highest level, by the time we get there, I think a lot more would improve as well. Yeah, definitely. I believe in it. And um, you can just see the, the performance that England um, gave um, and, they, the, and the last team that became professional. And um, I still think they, they still have a lot of players also playing in Australia and New Zealand. But... Um, you know, just knowing that you don't have to worry about taking leave, asking your boss, um, please, um, I've got another tour, I've got another week that I can't be at work. Um, players mm. going now, I saw the first time back to work that started um, the 4th of um, January. It's all concerns that those players do have. And, um, you know, I, I just, um, I really respect my players to um, sacrifice really a lot for the country, knowing that they do have another job that's actually giving um and supporting them throughout yeah. Um, the, the year. Yeah, it's like double sacrifice almost if you take a look at it, you know, to play for their country, keep everything and all other fires burning as well while you go and do this. And I really commend the women. But coach, for you though, I, I'm sure you you sit back, you, you take a look at how the women fared. Uh, you take a look at the highs and the lows, the negatives and the positives. And for you as coach, Coming out of this and just sitting on your own in your own quiet moments, what, what is the one thing that you reflect back on? Yeah, um, I had a lot of quiet moments, and me and Bungi also had um, some time um, just speaking about what's happening at this stage. And, you know, me and Plum is still going to see as a mentor. I just think that, um, yes, we. we not there yet. Um, there's still a lot of, lot of work, but there's a lot of positives that I will take from this. Um, Bunga and um, Bongi was the only two 
um, that came from World Cup 2019 that you have experience playing these top teams in the world. And um, if you speak to the players, they will just say, yes, coach, um, this is so different. This is just another level. Um, I'm, I'm going to stay positive. I believe that this group of players, um, South Africa has got guts. The sport years, players, um, they play with their heart. They play with their everything. And um, I, I will stay positive. I do believe that um, there's really, really hard work. But um, I'm not taking away what the players already put in, um, especially the past three months. I really think they worked hard, sacrificed a lot, and we, um, we try to make sure that we become a team after a lot of um, retirements um, after 2019, and a lot of players, of our top um, starting lineup players not available. These players just came in and they formed a team that no one will understand how close these players are and that what they will do for each other and what we have achieved off-court as well, setting goals, um, and just being um, really uh, a team, a, a group of players, a family there for each other in a very difficult um, time of COVID. Mm. So um, I'm very positive, and I will stay positive. Um, like I said, my players already said, Coach, we can, can we start next week. Um, that is what they want. Wow. They know they're not there yet. Mm, um, mm. Um, I know they still have a lot of hard work, but... Um, you know, if, if players like them are saying to me, Coach, I think I should have stayed that I can just work under the combination between me and Nick. Um, that's the thing that gives you goosebumps, that, um, saying that things are working, actually, although not if yet, but there's good things happening in our team, and I'm very positive, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what this um, group of players, and even if you're the number 13, 14, 15 in the team, um, you still help to, to build this to be ready for Commonwealth and also mm-hmm. 2023. Will we be ready? I mean, I'm taking a look at Commonwealth and then I'm even jumping to uh, next year. With everything that is said and done in the Quad Series, with everyone taking full accountability for their performance and how, I guess, improvement needs to happen now, will we be ready in 2023 not just to participate uh, and be hosts, but to be hosts with the mostest, if you would, all the way, you know, to winning. Honey, I'm, I can promise you this team will be ready. Um, you've, you've got players that, um, they, they're not professional, but they play with their hearts. They um, play for the country. And I can tell you, um, they prepare to really work hard. And um, like I said, this is a group of players that you will take your, um, with you. And I can promise you these players will be ready for 2023. Because I'm ready to scream my lungs out come 2023 from the (laughs) sidelines. I am so ready to be there. Um, Coach, is there a mandate for you? You know, I was chatting to the president last week and she she was very honest. You know, she she doesn't just paint a pretty portrait for the sake of it. She's pretty real about the real issues, you know, uh, within netball, within women's sport. Um, Is there a mandate? Is there something that sort of, you know, hovers over you that... You have to do come hello high water, Dorette Badenhorst, as the coach of the Spa Pro Tears. You have to dot dot dot. Yeah, firstly, I have to support my players um, fully um, with the, the circumstances they're in with the, in their job situations, and um, just um, I'm, I'm very thankful to all the employees helping us to make sure that they're really always available. But um, I need to play. I need to play high-intensity games. Um, you can train 
really every day you can train as hard as possible, but you need to compete. You need to compete against um, quality teams. You need to compete against um, high-intensity playing um, teams. And I really think that that is one of our biggest problems in mm. our country. Mm. The level of uh, performance isn't there yet. Um, if, I, if you just look at and it's not the African type of physical to take out a body, but I'm testing for every um, ball with your whole body. Um, and, you know, it, you become so tired every time they're receiving a ball with the heat on the body. Um, and that will have the influence in your game after mm. 30 minutes. And we need those type of games um, more um, often. All, England is already going into the um, Super League in February um, New Zealand, Australia going into theirs in March, um, and they will have week in, week in, week out, high, high intensity um, games. And and I think if I can just get um, competitive games um, from now up to where we go in full Commonwealth, that will help my team a hell of a lot. Yeah, fingers crossed that you get what it is that you need to make this team a success, the success that we know it can be, Coach. Uh, wishing you and the ladies the best of luck as you get ready for what is going to be a jam-packed year uh, from what I'm taking a look if I look at the calendar. And thank you. Thank you for your time and just your, your honest chat about how things went. Well, thanks, Romy. I appreciate it and supporting us. Thank you, always. Thank you very much. That is Coach Dorette Badenhorst there. Spa Proteus Coach is chatting to us as well. And I like that these women keep it real. It's one thing to be painting, as I said, pretty portraits of words here on the radio about how wonderful it is. It is wonderful. What isn't wonderful is that it's not professional. Minister Natim Tedwa, you have to do something. You have got to do something in the wake of a World Cup, which is next year. Then there's Commonwealth. And then we still have women, like I said, having to burn the different fires to keep the family going. Yet their hearts just yearn to play for the national teams. And you're saying that still here where we are. Colin, I know you're listening to me because you asked the president this question last week. So much is expected. And as South Africans, we've got so much to say when a team doesn't come back as winners. But are we pumping in the resources to the Spa Proteas? Are we? Are we? For them to be the successor, we need them to be at a World Cup? I don't think so. And I really, at just sitting here, feel that so much more needs to be done. So much more needs to be done. Hence, I'm asking, Minister Natim Tetwa, come on, come on, come on. 